0: palmer alert arnold palmer alert who wants some arnie palmies (laughs) i texted dk uh last week because it 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 hit me like out of the blue that like the biggest nightmare for danny cannell could possibly come true with expansion and and you know how much of like a like sarcastic dude like i don't say troll but like like, you know how sarcastic he is he's going to just ease right into pretending he's always loved the sec and people are going to lose their fucking minds it's gonna be awesome
1: well he said on our show which by the way i think it's the first time he's ever admitted it that he basically he has levels of trolling when he's on tv he yeah. feels like he's a lot more by unbi- or uh yeah unbiased whereas on twitter he's pretty much maximum troll so
0: i mean i'm sure he that was probably the first time he admitted that like people we're really trusting people really really trust us
1: <laughs> it's true it's true so what's going on man it's been uh it's been a couple weeks
0: uh just got done with a let me do the math on this real quick nine hour meeting um with our corporate squad i was a nine hour meeting it was, wow it was actually pretty great in terms of like kind of getting because you know we got bought out last year like like that happened a couple of weeks after everything happened with like the breakup. And so I was just like, yeah. Jesus Christ. Like, so it's been like, I mean, it's, it's a company that's overseas and like they, you know, we've done really well. Um, but it's like, sometimes like, you know, I'm like, I don't really know the direction we're going in or whatever. So this is like super cool to like learn about the company. I had to go last, like very last talk about like give an update on my role. Remember how I nice. told you it might not be a good idea to go switch from social media to uh, video and go to YouTube with the absolute lowest amount of followers we had? <laughs> I was right. So, All right, well, so It went poorly.
1: Oh, that's not good. Oh, no. Let's get in the show here. Everybody, welcome back to another episode of the College Football Uncensored Podcast brought to you by Saturday Down South. I'm your host, Tyler Huck, and with me as always, my co-host, no one's sadder than Chris Marler.
0: <laughs> We're back at it, huh? <laughs> Who's sadder than Chris? <laughs> I wish you could have been in that meeting, man. But you know how I always get with like any kind of grown-up shit like that? I always ask you and, and Jeff, like, hey, any advice on what to say? Um, right. Didn't
1: have anyone to turn to.
0: No, no, I already, I already reached out to you. I mean, I was like fully prepared. I was so excited. Uh, I made, I made slides, which I thought was like really um, PowerPoint proactive. Yeah, a little PowerPoint uh, oh, bragging really? about us. Everyone else had already made their slides. I was just doing what I was supposed to do. Apparently, um,
1: hmm. so... well, at least you did it. Yeah. Otherwise, you would have been behind. Yeah, I yeah. was just saying before you got on. Um, I didn't disclose the number, but I said our numbers are much better than we thought
0: yeah yeah, they are if anyone's listening. They so are we, really appreci- we really appreciate.
1: We uh, really appreciate every one of you guys. Um, our numbers especially in the fall, of course you know the, the off season is definitely slower but in the fall our numbers were outrageous last fall. We're hoping this fall will be even better. Um, trying to continue to grow this thing. we're implementing new things like these live streams. so I appreciate you guys early yeah. adopters of the live stream here tuning in every week. And of course, this still goes out to Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and the like. Um, but yeah, you know, we are getting ready in- to go into it. I think somebody asked, or both of us, heading to Media Days. Um, you are you are going to Media Days, correct? Yeah.
0: Yes. That's I am gonna agree. be great.
1: Me again, so that's nice. It's the official kickoff of, the, of football, really. SEC Media Days. Have you days. seen the
0: list though? Like the list of people that are attending,
1: like the players. Yeah, not like just media. People in general. No, no
0: like um. So they, they came out with like the complete list because every team gets you know the head coach and then three players usually it's like an offensive, defensive, and you know one more. Um, Shane Beamer nailed this last year because he brought like the most charismatic people possible. The first thing I saw when I heard about like, them releasing the list was there's no Spencer Rattler, which automatically kind of sucks, right? Um. Now, keep in mind, also, I'm saying all this, and I've never actually asked a single question at BD Days, because I get too nervous, and the last time I tried, I was going to ask Saban what he thought about Game of Thrones Season 7, and the finale, and mm-hmm. uh, Pat Forty stole the microphone from me, and um, I never asked him. So, anyway, the list is pretty underwhelming, dude. Stetson Bennett's going to be there.
1: I thought Bryce was going to be there, and uh, William Anderson, Will Anderson.
0: I like when you said William. That sounds better. Yeah, it's almost it
1: Seems more established. He's a yeah, junior. I mean, like,
0: for other people though, like for you know the rest of the fan bases,
1: right? Well, I'm sure you're still excited to go. It is the official kickoff of college football. Um, I will not be attending. I uh, did not get credentials. I didn't attempt to get credentials. I've had it's a trip- Yeah, I've had a trip planned since last summer, literally for a year that I'm finally leaving for on Thursday, and I will be out for a while so oh, wait, uh, when i get back a
0: while.
1: so i leave wednesday i'll be or i'm sorry thursday i'll be good thursday friday saturday sunday monday tuesday i fly back and then wednesday morning i fly out to california for wednesday thir- Or i'm sorry yeah wednesday thursday friday saturday so on sunday
0: on day, it's God. <laughs>
1: <laughs> 11 it's days. Like 10 days 10 days and 11 days yeah but um, I'll only with I only miss one pod, so I don't know. Do you want to bring on a guest next week, or we'll we'll skip a week? But I will not be on the pod next week. One cool, a good
0: start to the the main um, kickoff to the the season, like you just said. So I'll just fucking do it by myself. Yeah, yeah, you I'm will. Kidding. Unfortunately, Probably. we'll just get Dan to fill in. Um, no, we're, so where are you going again?
1: I am going to uh, Yes, yeah, sandals. I'm going down to the Dominican for my first trip. Just. Me and the wife joining some neighbors going down there, and no then kids? no kids. First time wow. extended vacation, no kids. It's a um, trip
0: that's cool.
1: And then uh, yeah, and then fly back. And I've another trip that I've had planned for probably eight months is a golf trip with some coworkers out to Pebble Beach. Oh, that's fun. I'm not good at golf at all. I get lucky to break a hundred, and yet I'm still very excited about that. Yeah, that'll be a blast. Yes, Carson Becker. We are bringing the voicemail back during the fall. I think it'd also be funny to take live callers on this show in the fall. We can do <laughs> we'll that. See, we'll yeah, see if we can do sure. that. You know, like, like uh, oh, look. We've we started... got some groupies here. Look Just how cute Chris Mahler Just is
0: tonight. One person for both of us. It's very awkward still. Um, no, like one of the reasons we started setting this up is, one, it's tremendously easier. and It's a lot, a lot of fun to interact with everybody in the moment. But also... Um, you know like in season i used to do this on facebook all the time like our like the monday night facebook lives and like after big games when we like we'll go live i guess this year unless i don't know you're drunk or taking care of eight kids like that's gonna be a blast
1: yeah oh yeah yeah it's gonna be a fantastic year do you have do you have anything you want to ask at media days this year
0: Oh, boy. So, Bumper Pool is going to be there. I kind of want to ask him how many degrees he, he could possibly have at this point. He's been in college for longer than I was in college, which is pretty fucking tough to do.
1: I think um, his, 401- his 401K has got like 30 grand in already.
0: That's probably fair, yeah. Uh, yeah. Tank Bigsby, kind of want to ask him. Um, something along the lines of like him staying in bounds because he Ooh, basically you think that's lost in the – I'm not going to say it like in front of everybody. I'll just say it like when they break <laughs> off to like, a, like I tell you what, like one of the coolest like things about media days is like for whatever, everyone will congregate to like the big names. Right. Um, but a couple of years ago, like Lynn, Lynn Bowden was there from Kentucky. And then, uh, who was the linebacker? Dejon Harris from Arkansas, who was like kind of a bust in the NFL, but he led the, the league in tackles. Um, they just were like sitting off at their little side tables, doing like the one-on-ones and no one went over there. So I, Talk about tattoos with Lynn
1: Balvin. That's kind of what I want to do more than anything. is not talk about football. Yeah, it's kind of like what we do on this show. And what we've been doing for like the last 20 minutes.
0: Yeah,
1: that's fair. That's um, fair. So do we want to start with just maybe not a college football story, but just a just a fun story to talk about in general? Because I feel like this story is kind of right up our alley here with Zach Wilson. Let me tell you something.
0: When you hear the, the phrase Mormon sex scandal... What comes to mind besides boner alert? Because I mean, Mormons are fucking—they are trending really, really well right now. I mean, they're not trending well; they're just trending a lot. Almost everything you hear about them is
1: bad. Uh, oh, bad.
0: Really? You, you okay? So I feel like every Netflix documentary I've watched in the past like years, like some guy with a bunch of sister wives. What in the hell is this?
1: Oh, is that this her? Is, that is yes. Okay, so let's get into this here
0: yeah this
1: is great so this is zach wilson who looks like a 14 year old ken doll uh and this is his mother lisa that's his mom um, oh, and this at? is this is zach wilson's girlfriend uh ex-girlfriend i should say but they had been dating since they were teenagers which was like three years ago teen, um Apparently, so Zach Wilson's roommate at BYU. They've been they've been playing football together for I think since like Pee football, potentially just high school. Maybe I want to be a little yeah. dramatic with it. Uh, Live together in college. Best um, friends. Best friends. He. he uh, what's this guy's name? He's like he plays on the Washington Commanders, it's which still isn't a real Darren
0: name. Darren or some something, something ridiculous.
1: Yeah, uh, something like that. Dax, yeah, Dax Milne, who <laughs> is on the Washington Commanders. <laughs> which I love this like, report yeah. on the Sun, Washington Commanders star Dax Milne. The dude's on the practice squad, but let's just go off though, Queen. Um, Wait, Dax Milton
0: or Dax Milne?
1: Dax Milne, star player for the Washington Commander. That, that's as put Milne by the Sun.
0: Name that last name sounds like if somebody was asking you to make up your own name and you just quit like halfway through your last <laughs> name, like i just mill. No, I don't want to play anymore. Um, the way this broke was pretty like, it, this is like one of my favorite things that happens in social media every once in a while, which is where everybody joins together to do something extremely toxic, but it's not like overly toxic to somebody that it's going to hurt. Right? Like I, as far as I know, Somebody saw a picture of his ex. I don't, I don't think it was like super public that they broke up, and she was with like Zach Milne, um at like the beach or something like that. And, and like immediately, people were like, "Oh shit, Zach or what's his name? Zach Wilson's ex left Dax. him for his best friend." Oh, Zach and Dax. God, Jesus Christ! <laughs> I hate everything about BYU.
1: The most BYU thing you've ever heard in your life. They, they're like the version
0: the virgin version of colt mccoy and and what's his and shipley (laughs) from texas um no but like somebody saw her and her new boyfriend his former best friend like on an instagram post and immediately starts like spreading this around like like she left him for his best friend and for whatever reason because it's the internet the immediate assumption was that she was like plea chasing and did something wrong to him and boy oh boy was that wrong (laughs)
1: <laughs> well, so far, so we so that's what we know, right? Is uh, the story that she told, which it kind of was. It came up on Instagram because why not? Um, I guess what Dax Milne and this Abby girl, who is Zach Wilson's ex girlfriend, posted a picture of themselves on Instagram, oh. and someone put "homie Hopper" in the in, in the in the chat or in the in the comments, oh. and she responded he was sleeping with his mom's best friend. That's the real homie hopper, which is just a, <laughs> an allegation that you can't throw out there
0: lightly. No, not in the, the Instagram comments. I mean, <laughs> no. like, that's like, I don't think she's probably a wholesome kid. Cause she's like that. She's Mormon. Right. Like I think only the dude Mormons are, are kind of fucked up. Um, <laughs> just based on what I know from documentaries, just, It's strictly just three documentaries. But, like, she, that, you have to really piss off a woman for her to do something that scorched earth publicly, I feel like. For sure, Ashley did Something that happened. Years ago.
1: Something, so, something happened. I don't know if he was banging moms, but something happened drastically for. So, but now, you know, you saw uh, Jack Mack from Barstool came out. Who was kind of I feel like he's the one that kind of blew this story up on TikTok or that's at least where I saw it. But he came out and basically was like DMing with Zach Wilson, and Zach Wilson was like, You need to delete that shit, dude. Not true at all. Not cool. And he did.
0: But yeah. okay. but it was Barcelona, so no one saw it. That's good.
1: Right, right. So I don't know. So you believe this? You think this actually happened? You think Zach Wilson's just happened? Okay, you remember the story moms? that came out a
0: couple weeks ago from like from TikTok where there was all these Mormon moms that were like fucking having sex. Oh, I do remember that. You really, you got to tap into more Mormon Mormon trends and Mormon. <laughs> I'm trying to get locked here.
1: in, bro. I'm trying to get locked in. I. Uh, this is a nightmare. She looks like Christian
0: Cavallari this... was a virgin.
1: Or, this? Oh God. <laughs> that's that's. That... Zach Wilson's mom just posted. Uh, well, this is from before, but this is a group of her friends. So, which one out of this group, if you had to choose, I'm not going to do that
0: because Liz is barely watching. But it's definitely the front right with the white shirt. This one okay. also. The, the the best part about this whole thing, and I and like I will I will get on Twitter later and find it and post it in here, and I should have already done it. One of the people that I follow, I think she like works freelance for SDS. Super nice lady, Gabrielle. Um, She's a fantastic follow on Twitter because she is just always popping off. I mean, always. And she said, and I quote, if we're being honest, most dudes have fucked their mom's best friend. <laughs> I did
1: see that. It's like, that are you is, being honest with that? That's, that seems... I've got a lot of... So I haven't done that. Now I'm starting to question people I know like is this a, a thing people just go around and do this stuff no definitely.
0: i mean absolutely not my mom's best friend is jesus so i definitely have not had sex with him <laughs> oh god no it's an incredible story <laughs> so like for her just to like right off the bat usually there's like a build-up and she's like yes yeah, you know that's it's a misunderstanding whatever she just went right for the throat.
1: yeah that was a jugular shot um I guess let's just you know we'll have Wilson watch for the next couple of weeks. You know we'll we'll be able to update you guys on what breaks. Uh, but this is going to be like DK Metcalf was tweeting like so Chad Ochocinco tweeted Zach Wilson's the goat and like all these NFL players are retweeting it being like yup goated like just <laughs>
0: pretty fucked up. So I, I feel mean, like Zach true. Wilson kind
1: of won at the end of this. Uh, at the end of the day, like Zach Wilson now everyone thinks he's the man.
0: Okay, first off, he's also the starting quarterback for an NFL team, and his former best friend is about to be a fucking enterprise rent-a-car assistant manager in two years, and he's gonna have to go back. Like she's gonna have to go live in Utah for the rest of her life.
1: Yeah, just let dude, him dude, she, she, should she should join just
0: let that. Sex, like one time, Paul she passed.
1: should join that those those TikTok Mormon moms that all sleep with each other. She should join so, that it... crew. It's like a hype house. <laughs>
0: I just, man, should we get, like, should that have been, like, our spring break in college is, like, just going to, like, the fucking Provo?
1: It kind of feels that way. I've, there's been some funny stuff in the comments that I won't put on the screen, but, yeah, maybe, Yeah, who knows what's going on there.
0: If you have had sex with your mom's best friend, um, we don't need details because we've all seen porn up, but, like, you just, you know, give us a thumbs up. Let us know. We just know to respect you from now on.
1: um all right so let's get into your notre dame content that you put out this week did you ruffle some feathers with that i didn't think this was up for debate josh
0: pate called me out first and last name on his podcast which i was so upset about that and it didn't get me any new followers because of it um no i was pretty excited about that
1: he shouted out you on, on a late kick yeah Love that. Did he drop the pod name or did he mention that he was on our pod at some point? No. Okay. He,
0: he said, I think he called me Connor and said something <laughs> about, uh, SCS pod. no. So, um, basically like it somehow I got brought up and Josh paid is like, I probably respect him like probably top five people in this business. Right. Like he's, yeah. he's a super hard worker and he's super knowledgeable. And, and I love like the way
1: he explains things. Um, and I don't really agree. I agree, with, I agree with a lot of his takes too when he called you trash. He called me trash. That one I didn't agree with.
0: He called me trash?
1: Nah, Carson said he listened and he said trash take. He said you had a trash take.
0: Okay, so this I'm not wrong about this fucking take either. I'm, I'm not. All right, so let's get um, into the take. Okay, so we have two deep dives on this episode. Uh so strap <laughs> in, it's going to be a <laughs> yeah, <hours> long. <laughs> I'm going to read off the entire list of second round draft picks from 1947. To, no, I'm kidding. Um, but I don't even remember how it got brought up, but somebody was talking about not even paid that it was Notre Dame scheduling. And, and we've made fun of Notre Dame scheduling on here before, because I'm not saying they don't play a difficult schedule and I don't really give a shit. They're not in the conference like at this point, but I'm not impressed with you playing like a seven and five Stanford team at home and then traveling to play all three military institutes and, and like one of them at fucking Yankee stadium. That does nothing for me. Just nothing. Um, and, and every single time they get on a big stage, they shit the bet. And and I feel like in college football in general, right? Like you get you get a lot of shit because you're a Florida State fan. Tennessee fans get a lot of shit. Um, yeah. You know, like there's some
1: teams. Is there any UCS- fan bases that just don't like nobody gives them shit? Like, oh, these guys are actually pretty cool.
0: I was gonna say <laughs> Arkansas. That can't be real.
1: I mean, no, not in the SEC. Have, yeah, remember uh, Big Game Boomers on our podcast? He said they're the worst fans out there. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah i mean i've heard like idaho
0: i don't think anybody ever All right yeah. montana is like fuck idaho dude i hate the vandals um, <laughs> you don't
1: know that dude. have you been out there
0: no i've I have heard no the montana I,
1: i've heard the montana idaho rivalry is is real
0: if you think that that's real you should see their mom uh orgies it's fantastic um i should have said that that was a bad joke uh anyway no so like Notre Dame has become like the butt of a joke and it's become this cliche at this point about every time they get to the postseason, they get boat raced, right? Any any game of significance, they lose and they lose badly. And a lot of times when shit like that is said, there's usually a lot of embellishing or exaggerating that goes along with it, right? Like UCF was like the, the punching bag for a long time. Um, I'm trying to give another example, but of course I can't. The Notre Dame thing, I looked into it. Because their postseason, like, this this Notre Dame team this year, it's a first-year head coach. They're going to be a top 10, maybe top five team. They're going to be really, really good. They were good last year. Um, I, I wonder if, and I want to hear like what the, the listeners think, too. It's unfair to judge this team based off of past failures from the same school. But also, is it? Do you know how you know how bad Notre Dame is in the postseason? Like in in BCS or New Year's Six bowls. When's the last time they won one?
1: Like any like any bowl at all, or in, like a New Year's BCS Six bowl? Have they ever even Year's won bowl? it? Gotcha,
0: motherfucker. They've never won one. They're zero and eight. Zero and eight. Zero and eight. They've been eight eight times, and they have lost. <laughs> Eight times. Also, seven of the eight losses have been by fourteen points or more. The only yeah, I was about one to say, I
1: a- remember a lot of blowouts.
0: Yeah, they they lost all eight of those games by an average of twenty point six points per game. Um, the only one that was even single digits was last year against Oklahoma State when they lost by two, and they blew a twenty eight to seven lead in that game. So, like, that's I've never a heard of a, a football
1: team blowing some
0: kind of lead like that,
1: especially a yeah, postseason. Okay.
0: Um. So you have to go back to 1994 to look at Notre Dame's last significant what would be a BCS or New Year's Six level bowl. So five years before the fucking BCS was even... Yeah, it was at the end of the 93 season. They beat Texas A&M by three in the Cotton Bowl.
1: Some of our listeners probably weren't even born in 94. Oh, really? Yeah.
0: Weird, right? Um, That is really weird. Anyway, but (laughs) that's like... Why is that a big deal? Because everyone knows that like whether you like them or hate them. And most of us hate them. Notre Dame is the premier brand and most recognizable, you know, program in cultural history. Second, most national championships, fourth, most all-time wins, which kind of surprised me. Most NFL draft picks all time. Most consensus, all Americans, most fake girlfriends, most, um, times a coach has accidentally killed somebody at practice. Um, all of those things are real stats that are very respectful for Notre Dame and a long, long history. It's been 28 years since they've won a fucking New Year's 6th level or BCS bowl game. 38 other teams have won at least one in that time. You want to take a it's guess? A, a, at 30? All of
1: 38?
0: Uh, all 38 right now. That's how I want to fill this <laughs> time. This is content. Um, uh, no, but it seems like Georgia Tech... Houston, uh, UCF has two. Boise State has three. Um, that's more than all. Yeah, can Just throwing that out there. Houston, before State, great. Yeah, sorry about that. Um, yeah. Utah, State, I think Utah has like four. What are you even talking about right now? Um, <laughs> anyway, the, those numbers are outrageous, though. If you're if you're Notre Dame, and the fact that they're not even close, like it just it blows my mind that they could be that bad. In the postseason. And this is where it goes back to talking about, like, I guess why it is important and kind of frustrating that they're not in a conference. Because when the BCS started in 98, Notre Dame had a contract, uh, like, I guess, agreement that if they reached 10 games, they automatically got a berth in the BCS.
1: Hmm. Automatically.
0: That's
1: insane. I just, they've had it, I feel like they just had it on easy street forever.
0: Yeah. No Catholic guilt, even, which is like probably like should have been their biggest obstacle.
1: That, um, like ten wins guarantees you the BCS. You like the ACC is like, yeah, you can join in every sport but football. No worries.
0: Yeah, just like you might hang out with us until December,
1: and then like yeah, then is gonna be healthy again. Right. I don't know. Why I that um, that was weird. They they really are truly the the domino that will set everything off if anything goes from here now there's talk i guess and i think some of this came from um broke broken by matt hayes right the uh yeah actually we
0: broke a story yesterday i
1: thought that was pretty cool yeah and they i saw you guys getting or us us i'm part of it too (laughs) i saw i saw we got credit for uh through like dennis Dodd at cbs and we started breaking that the sec has said they want to stay at 16 i don't I think that's a great piece of reporting, and it probably is true that they said that. Don't really believe that to be the true long-term, in my opinion. No. For now, they're probably fine at 16.
0: All right, so what Tyler's talking about, if you guys don't know, uh, Saturday Down South, this might be the second story ever that we've broken. The first was when I accidentally tweeted the LSU Bama game was canceled in 2020, and I wasn't supposed to say it. So, (laughs) um, tough day for me. Um no, so we had Matt Hayes did a um he, he had an article. By the way, look at this graphic. Your boy made that. Oh yeah? Yeah. Love that. Um Matt Hayes took a took a break from driving me absolutely fucking crazy with takes like Anthony Richardson would lead Florida to the college ball playoff last year if he was in the starter. Kirby is ranked ahead of Saban in terms of uh head coaches in the SEC. It seems like um, a very
1: egregious thing to say that Florida would have gone to the college football playoff if Anthony, Anthony Richardson was... I, I've
0: brought this up multiple times, but I'll get right back into it again because um, <laughs> I'm an unhealthy person. He not only said that, this is the day after they lost to Bama. He said it on the other podcast. He said they would be unstoppable on offense because you would have mismatches everywhere. They'd be just like the 2020 Bama offense. I just... Well, I okay.
1: All right. Anyway. So, anyways, back to that.
0: Back to that. Yes. Um, so, he talked to one athletic director, I guess, in the SEC, and the plan is to stay at 16. And while you like probably don't believe that, I will say that like, so far, whatever the SEC has wanted to do is like everyone else just fall in line, right? Like they right. kind of like set the pace for all of this. this. Um, that's what we heard last year, too, is like potentially four 16 team conferences. But the only problem with that is that, like, the Big Ten is going to be stacked. The SEC is going to be stacked. There's going to be some fucking conference with, like, I don't know, Idaho and Montana. And then, like, the leftovers from the Pac-12. And they potentially could get a, a berth in
1: whatever playoff uh, they have in the future. Um, this is why I think, like, look, what is the Big Ten at now with adding USC and UCLA? Is that is it? It's a good question.
0: It's nowhere near 10. It's almost... Almost one and a half <laughs> times ten.
1: <laughs> what I at 15, sixteen? Sixteen.
0: You know, you know what is always you know what I hate about the Big Ten more than anything, real quick, is that when they fucking added an eleventh team, they kept their name at Big Ten and then snuck in a like a hollowed out eleven in their in their logo. I just I hate everything about this fucking conference.
1: So that's why I say Notre Dame is really the linchpin to this thing going absolutely insane. If for some reason, you know, it comes down that you have to win your conference to make this new playoff that will eventually be here or whatever. You know, there's a lot of conspiracy theories. We got to get into your conspiracy theory tonight as well. Um, And they're basically forced to join a conference. Um, If that's the Big Ten and then Big Ten goes to 17 and they get that big of a property as far as media and, and things like that, then the SEC will... Will be forced to counter. Um,
0: it's like World I don't Wars really New. see.
1: Yeah, exactly.
0: But like Notre Dame. Well, this a...
1: time the South.
0: I think you're thinking of the what? wrong war. First off,
1: um, <laughs> second
0: off, I tell you what, this could. I don't think it's going to backfire that the SECs that like you know, basically announced what they they're planning on doing in the near future, and that's just you know, same Pat. But if the Big Ten keeps working, and Kevin Warren will do anything except the right thing um, for his, his conference, if they add Notre Dame and then the next domino is somehow Duke and or Kansas, as a whole and as a conference, a full athletic conference, not just football, they're arguably better and stronger and deeper than the SEC would be.
1: Yeah, as a whole and like the main three sports. Or just the main two, or what?
0: I mean, like all the sports, I guess.
1: Like Women's volleyball, badminton.
0: You're, well, yeah, like that's really big. There's like men's volleyball in the Big Ten. You know that Penn State's like really good.
1: Do <laughs> so they gonna have water polo now? Adding the West Coast teams. Anyways, <laughs> uh, yeah, I don't know. But yeah, I mean, you How talk. Have to wear about a lead- helmet and water polo. Hold on, How, why do you have to wear a fucking helmet in water polo? I don't know. I've never, I've ever held a water polo ball. I suppose it's probably like a volleyball kind of yeah i don't know it's a good question yeah i don't know man that's all, that's all should, I should i google it we can put it up on the screen
0: i feel like we should give something away. i got a 50 amazon card i feel like i should give away tonight
1: okay to well <laughs> and the winner is chris marler 50 gift card um we should give out, give out a gift card. We uh, we need to be begging for subscribers and five star reviews. I think
0: like and subscribe, like and subscribe. But I um I, I really really would appreciate anyone going to subscribe to the YouTube page because that would really um, help me out. I will say that I should not have fucking taken that role.
1: Um. <laughs> Well, uh, yeah, no, definitely go to the YouTube, like, subscribe, go give us some reviews on Apple podcasts. How is, how are we going to give some people a $50 Amazon gift card? What, what do they have to do to get this? I don't know. Damn, people are trashing you in the comments here on the gift card. Why? What? I don't know who St. Gene is. It's
0: Robert St. Gene. I said, I went out of my way to do something nice for this fucking asshole. And I tried to send him a shirt. And he just moved to Chicago, and I sent it to his old address in in California. You know what? <laughs> this is why I don't. Do You're the expenses.
1: winner of the fifty dollars gift card, Seiji. That's good.
0: Yeah, <laughs> it's fucking unreal. Um, um, we're gonna we're gonna do this sicker giveaway again, which will be a blast. Because um, I just me and the U.S. Mail, my biggest rival.
1: The U.S. Mail, huh? What's wrong with my audio? God, Not Tennessee, God. Tennessee fans.
0: No. What's wrong with the what's wrong with my audio? I don't have my mic with me.
1: It probably just doesn't sound as good as it normally does. Thank you for letting us know. I, it doesn't sound horrible on my end, so I don't know. It's be really um, bad
0: timing if tomorrow's podcast sounds like shit right after that nine hour meeting.
1: Um all right. What so there's been a lot of recruiting over the last what is it, two weeks? Really?
0: several years if you think about it um
1: do you, I mean, sure. you follow recruiting yeah i do
0: like how closely
1: i mean I, I know where the top guys are going i don't know the board of every team I, I follow it for florida state pretty uh solidly so you know they're they're in the top 40 which is great you know yeah
0: that's pretty easy because they're not ever doing anything <laughs> uh, i heard you guys actually got an
1: offensive lineman. We did. We got a big offensive lineman. Um, then our our quarterback decommitted today, which is tough news. Probably going to Mississippi State, though. So we got any uh, Mississippi State fans in the house. It was a, a mutual parting of ways. We should be landing another kid, uh, Brock Glenn, that was actually supposed to go to Auburn, and now he's not. Hold
0: on. I'm going to switch this. It says I have echo cancellation. God, I fucking hate everything today. Um, all right. Hold on. I'm switching this over. I, I can't keep up with recruiting because it's just – it's fucking never ending. But I noticed that like over the this past This sounds week- much
1: worse, by the way, on the audio. I think you're fine before. Um, it's just the, the difference is I'm on a mic and you're not. So just mine just... Sa- it makes mine sound better and yours not. What about good, this? But th- that's better.
0: Okay. Um, I noticed over the past couple of weeks, there's been like a, just a flurry of, of commitments because Hayes Fawcett's making all these fucking graphics and continues to be the worst, but every single person that's committed, I feel like for, like a, a three day stretch was a five star. I, yeah. I don't, it, it's like, there's an unbelief. It felt like there was an unbelievable or unreasonable amount of five stars. And I said this a long time ago, like on this pod with the NIL stuff and, and like not even just NIL, but having NIL agents, Whose specific job is trying to get 17 and 18-year-old kids paid, which is I feel like so fucking weird and creepy and, and all the things like that. Yeah. Okay. But for the longest time we've heard, for the most part, from like, you know, irrational fans or petty fans that like the rankings at recruiting services are what's the best way to put it? Um, like manipulated in favor of Teams that have, like you know, like more registered fans, like on their site, like, team, like things that will benefit the site. Like, you know, they talk about like the Bama bump, like it's a three-star and then he gets bumped up to a four-star. Um, I think Florida, like fans would like bitch and moan last year because like they had a string where they had like several four-stars that were bumped down to three-stars. Uh, but no, like that being said, I, I feel like it's not out of like the realm of possibility that these sites – will somehow find a way to get, like, kickbacks from these rankings. Because if you think about it, like, I don't know how they're going to distribute any of this money. I'm, I'm assuming it's not a lump sum. So if you're a quarterback like the kid from Miami that signed for $9.5 million, I'm sure they're not handing him $9.5 million. Right. But all you have to do, you don't have to prove anything on the field like to get like, your first payment, right? Like, to get a deal in place at 17 or 18 years old, all you have to do is beat up, like, on – inferior competition at your shitty high school so the higher the like the like the ranking for a lot of programs you know like the more valuable the player is like the more, right, the more their nil value goes up exactly and if you also have you noticed how many defensive ends offensive tackles and quarterbacks have been in the top like 25 30 like overall players that like are, that are five stars No, okay. I'm looking so anyway. The whole oh point. God, here. The whole point was I saw that Oregon got a, uh, a commit from Dante Moore from from Detroit, which is a huge yep. pickup from Dan Lanning to go to like the best team in that state. But I was like, man, that seems like there's that's like the sixth or seventh five-star quarterback in this cycle that's committed. And so my my conspiracy theory is I think that it somehow I don't know how long it'll take to get there, but like money, greed, whatever you want to call it. Some of these recruiting services are going to, I don't know, inflate the five-star numbers or like the four-star numbers, like in the rankings because of like what it could mean for them on the back end. Right.
1: How do they get size, compensated for it on the back end though? I, I just listen. I'm just saying things right now. Okay. okay? Um, I don't know. I like, I'm, I'm, sure I, I'm, I'm interested. I'm in, but I, now I'm asking details. I would assume that if you
0: are, because a lot of these, like Mike Farrell is, is like friends with these kids for like years, which is cool, like to have that as your job. Like you just start befriending eighth graders um, <laughs> for like four years. But like you think about, like they don't have, I don't think, a crazy amount of influence on where these kids go. But these people are basically pseudo handlers without getting any of the, the benefits because they're the ones that are in contact with all the coaches recruiting them, um, other schools and shit like that. Was that NIL lawyers taking a pay cut? Yeah. I mean, I, I think that like it
1: taking a cut of the, what they make and paying for yeah, a bump like in the rankings
0: five percent, like 10 percent, whatever off of like whatever, whatever cut the, the, what do you call it, The agent would already be making. I don't think that's unreasonable. Everything no, I've learned I don't... from the movie Blow, this checks out,
1: right? And that's, you know, an all time classic. Why would you not go to that movie? To no, I, 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 I'm, I'm. Big into wanting to follow conspiracies, not these crazy ones like Sandy Hook type ones, but like this is one that I would really like to be into. I, that's why I want okay. to know the details. Well, so let me this give you kid... some
0: more details here, Tyler. Oh yes, deep yeah. dive number two. Deep dive number two. Okay, so here's my thought. Here's my thought. There was an unreasonable amount of five stars in this year's class, right? Ooh, that, I like that, this that, from William
1: see. Gray. By the way, before you jump into this, flip side. This seems pretty evil but i feel like with yeah. anything money related it's evil flip side they they could lower a kid's ranking for some school to get him at a lower price and the school pays for that to happen
0: that is like the most <laughs> like i would have made it i would have made it in college if i if i didn't tear my acl junior year like i don't think he's wrong i don't think he's wrong at all i think like anything is possible when there's this much money involved especially in the beginning of it when it's not regulated correctly and it's just the fucking wild wild west so My theory is this, these recruiting services are going to inflate and like overvalue more and more players in their rankings. So you're going to have more five stars and you're especially going to have more five stars at like positions that will pay the most, primarily quarterback, but also defensive end and, and left tackle. And if you look at any of like the the NFL contracts, like those are the three highest paid positions. I'm pretty sure. Okay. Besides whatever he stole from the, the bears. So, my theory is this: you're you have the most. You're going to have more and more five stars than you've ever had before. So I brought up my notebook and my number two pencil and looked back all the way to 2011, right? So just like since since Cam Newton's year, because I couldn't bear to look back at that recruiting class. That is, what is it? Two, three? It's like 12 classes. 37 five stars in this year's class. That's the total okay. number of five stars. That is tied for the most ever from twenty four seven sports. Thirty seven.
1: Okay. Do That's you think that they 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 don't finalize their rankings till like towards signing day? Maybe that gets cut down. Is that historically what I mean, happens? Possibly, yeah. But
0: still, thirty seven yeah. is a lot. And so, yeah. like looking oh, into that. Yeah, usually,
1: it's like the top twenty. You would think,
0: right? Like usually, like I mean, I was a lot of these actually were over thirty. There was only one, two. Only only three classes during that time span had thirty or less, which I was really surprised about. But yeah. the quarterback position, which is I've never seen a like position as a whole have this much talent in terms of like recruiting rankings as I've 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 seen this year. There are six five star quarterbacks in this year's class alone. Six. And three it's, of the top what, four players in the country are five star quarterbacks.
1: What's even crazier to me is that you, you start to look at like a lot of these guys are already committed. And typically you would see out of these five stars, you know, we talk about NIL and how it's changing the game mm-hmm. and and you know, you're it's making, you know, the elite teams better. But if you look at this, it's insane to look at, at the the top, let's go top fifteen, all five stars, obviously. You see, it's not just Bama, Georgia. Now no. we'll see what happens by signing day. Everyone's got five star. Texas, Tennessee, Notre Dame, USC, Miami, Iowa, Oregon, Louisville, Clemson, Georgia is on there, obviously, LSU, Oklahoma, Penn State, like, all, everyone has five stars now.
0: There, there are six teams, it's, it's July, there are six teams with at least two five stars in their class right now, which, that doesn't happen. That just does right. not happen. Usually, it's like Ohio State, Clemson, Georgia, and Bama. And so, yeah. again, looking at quarterbacks, there are six five-star quarterbacks in this year's class. Does that sound like a lot to you in comparison to like what you usually? The, I would has? think there's
1: only like two, maybe three, usually most years.
0: You're, that's, you're so good at this job. From 2011 to 2000, right? I'm sorry, to 2020. So basically right before the NIL stuff started to like, be impactful because even though it wasn't in place yet, guys like Bryce Young and all this, like, you know, those recruits, it was going to be like, in place once they were in school. So over that time span, there have been 32 total five stars. 16 have been in the past three years alone. From 2011 to 2020, there was never a single class that had more than three five-star quarterbacks. That's it. In the last three years, there have been six, four, and six, which was the most all time (laughs) each time it happened. So that's four. And there's also five already um, in next year's class.
1: Wow. Interesting. So essentially, you're saying this is going to be a continuing trend if your conspiracy theory is right. That there's gonna be more and more people involved, men, men that try to get their clients, their underage minor clients, uh, these big time NIL deals. You're just gonna see this more and more. Then is a five star, really even a five star, and then what are we talking about? Do you even know who's okay. good and who's not? Well, you gotta you're watch the tape, these,
0: these and you gotta rankings, be big tape.
1: Way. You gotta be big tape guys like us. We 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 just dissect film all day all to know yeah. who's gonna be good.
0: I mean, usually it's not like football; it's like reruns of like America's Funniest Home Videos. But like, you know,
1: I thought you were going to go somewhere different with that. I'm glad you went to that. I did not. Yeah,
0: Um, and I haven't gone through the numbers on this yet, but like, it's just it seems too coincidental to have this many offensive linemen and edge edge rushers and uh, and quarterbacks. I mean, like again, six five stars. Like I like that is. That's never. Oh god, corporate just messages shit. Um, that's <laughs> it never happened. like Is We're that, on
1: the office. <laughs> it's so, oh god, corporate um, just messaged us.
0: Anyway, no, I just I thought that was really interesting, and, and I wonder how that's gonna like you know play out. But um, I mean I, I like I used to pay attention to recruiting all the time, and and I've never seen three of the top four, three of the top four players in the country, like in, unless they're just like I don't know. This is the most talented crop of 17-year-old, like, I don't know, gunslingers we've ever seen. I I just, I mean, think about, like, Deshaun Watson was a four-star. And I know they're going to have misses and stuff like that. But, like, in the past, they've never, I feel like at this position especially, they haven't really tried to go out on a limb in terms of, like, ranking too many five-star quarterbacks because that's the, like, easiest one to criticize if it ends up being a bust. And – that's probably it's also like super prestigious, right? Like if you're a five star, I just I, I don't know. I keep thinking of Gunnar Keel because he was apparently a five star. Also Jake Fromm.
1: Gunner Keel. What a name. Yeah. Um I'm in, I'm gonna buy into this conspiracy theory with you. I think we should investigate further. That would take extra work. I don't know. Are we down for it?
0: I mean, it's just gonna be me looking up more numbers and shit like that and Liz losing her mind. <laughs> so yes.
1: You're going to be that that, uh, that meme or the gif of uh, Charlie Day. like He's got everything backed yeah. out on the thing. <laughs> he's like, going oh, crazy.
0: I, I looked all this up like on Friday night, and I was so excited to do it. Because I, I love shit like this. And like makes me feel like we're getting closer to the season. Um, I immediately called Liz to tell her what I had found. And when I tell you she didn't give a single fuck about any of the things I was presenting to her, man, <laughs> it was a tough crowd.
1: I, I can imagine you pitching ideas for the podcast to Liz, and it pretty much probably goes the same way every time.
0: Yeah, she just wants you to talk more.
1: Well, outside of that. Yeah. Um, yeah don't no, don't, I don't just, do
0: this to me, you, Chris. You, you know I get so excited about like just, you know, I, I nerd out over all this kind of stuff.
1: Um, oh, I do too. Trust me. I, I, Recruiting is the name of the game. It's If you don't have good players, I don't care how good your coaches are. You're not gonna win ten, eleven, twelve, go to the playoff, hey,
0: brother and, go lower. you know what I mean seven, eight, nine right? I These mean the are on a boat. this is unreal. I should be in Austin right now
1: um so no, but there's been some high profile recruits, I mean obviously Arch is at the top of the list. I'll be able to see how Arch's career goes um you know that,
0: the whole arch being a bus thing is starting to gain some momentum. it is.
1: Rightfully so, I think. It, from what people have said with his tape, it, uh, he's not like this legendary like QB. And Quinn Ewers might just keep that job like for most of his career.
0: I don't that is like, it, yeah, I don't know. It, Quinn Ewers is tough to look at. I will say that that's going to be. Ugh. He seems pretty broey. He has like the worst mullet. Like Siri, Siri like,
1: thought I, I said something.
0: I like. I feel like mullets are somehow back in style, which is weird because it's odd that they yeah. were ever in style. Um, but his, his is like just like aggressively like trying to look like an even shittier Billy, Billy Ray Cyrus. All right, let's answer some of these audience questions. I think that's that's all from the content, right?
1: No, Arch is not going to end up on Last Chance. You? No, Florida no, State would love I, to have him.
0: <laughs> I don't care how this sounds, but he is way too middle upper class for that.
1: Bets on Arch leaving Austin. I love that. I love that. We're like queuing up the transfer portal, just firing up kids still in high school. Yeah. Hasn't even got to campus Uh, yet. What if he just never even goes? What about that? He just goes straight to the NFL. He doesn't even seem like a decommit guy though. No. It's also the moment he committed on
0: Twitter, the immediate reaction for a lot of people was like Quinn Ewers jumping in the transfer portal. People forget that Quinn Ewers is the highest ranked quarterback in the history of recruiting. I mean, I had a Jake Fromm, which I had a Jacob Eason, Justin Fields, Matt Stafford, Reggie ball. I'm talking like all time great.
1: Yeah. You're just naming player random players. I don't, that had nothing to do with, they weren't correlated, right?
0: No, no, not at all. I'm just saying things.
1: You're just spouting out things. Okay. Um, all right. So we got to go listen. So for those of you that are live, um, send in some fourth and wrong questions we're going to answer as many as we can here at the end um i will tap in here to the podcast facebook group to see what people have asked in here and we will fire away uh alan p says after your deep dive on how bad notre dame has been in the postseason against real competition do you still think brian kelly will be successful at lsu
0: yeah, I don't think that they were. I don't know. I don't, like, they just seemed like they were always overmatched. Didn't seem like they were. They had a bad game plan. Like, they were like if you watched Manti Te'o play football and thought that that guy was going to just go sideline to sideline with any running back, can you imagine if Georgia would have beaten Bama and he had to try to tackle Gurley? I
1: I think they were a uh, undermanned. Like they didn't, especially on the lines. Like when you play against an SEC team, they've they never had a chance in any of those games. They had
0: a couple of big name recruits too, like Stephon Tuitt, and um, I don't know. Like they've always had one guard and like a like just fucking fleet of tight ends at Notre Dame, but it's just it's it's a lesser group of athletes. I think I think Brian Kelly is going to do well at LSU. I just always question They're why anyone in their well. fucking right mind would go to the SEC West. And, and try to compete with with that. And I'm not saying that because, like, you know, being a Bama fan, but how many how many coaches have we seen come into the SEC West and, and say, like, you know, I'm just so excited for this opportunity and competitive and blah, 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 and then three and four years later, mainly at Arkansas, be looking for a new job? I mean, Brett Bielema left Wisconsin where he was basically guaranteed, a, like, a division title and a trip to the Rose Bowl once every, I don't know, four or five years, division title maybe every year, cheese curds on deck all the fucking time. Shout I, out and then Culver's. he went to the SEC West. I, I
1: don't know. You're reading at Culver's? No free ads, but you're reading at Culver's? No,
0: no. They're popping up yeah. everywhere, though.
1: Yeah, cheese curds. They've got those as, like, fries, basically. Like You can sub you think
0: that they are popping up because of NIL?
1: Yeah, dude. I mean, think- everything's NIL-related these days, you know? um anyway, uh if tennessee ever if tennessee ever this is from michael dark if tennessee ever wins a natty will they take the crown as most obnoxious winner
0: a doubt. I, I mean a uh, it's
1: i feel like we're kind of living in the times i feel like when auburn won with cam newton that was very unbearable i don't
0: i've never felt auburn fans were bad they're, like they just you know almost too dumb to you
1: insult that's it's now it's been 20 or uh, 12 years so it's been a while, but you were not like during that cam run. Oh my God. No, nothing. You just oh, oh, these, you are, these fans are fine; they're great. The fans were fine.
0: I've never, I've never been consumed with something like more unhealthy in my entire life than I was that fall, and I and I mean that not even as a joke. We've been doing this this Twitter spaces um, with people from. It's like I think me, Hunter Johnson, Scotty Paul Graham, uh, leading up to the season on Bama Twitter. And we do it like twice a week and it's going over every loss in the saving Era. I don't know why. <laughs> I just like saw it was like I tuned in just and immediately existence. got it.
1: Yeah. <laughs> every week I, we I talk t- about new losses.
0: And they'll like go back and rewatch it. I haven't watched one. Um <laughs> but like they added me to like speak, like, you know, and it's it was pretty cool because some people, despite my use of the F-word, still value my opinion. Um the Cam Newton game is tomorrow. I just What was bother bothering me about that was that like everyone fucking knew what was going on, and I wish that somebody could have just like set my mind to these and be like, all right, yeah, you're right. That's all. They paid him.
1: Right. Oh, well that can you imagine that story now? It's like that that wouldn't even be an issue.
0: 180 grand, yeah, for real. It would be I mean, that
1: would be it would be ten million dollars. Probably. Legitimately.
0: Do you think they still would have like laundered it through like the the offering basket at his dad's church.
1: It seems like that'd be a bit of a stretch to do at this point, but maybe see and that
0: Tyler for me, that's, that's where I had a problem with it. I don't, I don't mind the young man getting paid, but bringing the Lord into it, I didn't like, um, (laughs) follow up real quick on the Tennessee question. Yes. Tennessee fans will absolutely be the worst. You saw how they were when they were like remotely good at the third most important sport, like at their school this year. But I, not only the fans, fans, but like,
1: Players themselves were horrible. They were worse than the fans.
0: Hands <laughs> down. They were they were awful. And then every fucking fan you heard from who like, for the most part, especially on social media, are pretty big trash bags and, and like wear like a badge of honor. We're like, you know, the thing is, man, everyone gets mad at these kids. They're they're all really good kids. I mean, like, if you get to know them off the field, I'm like, you don't fucking know them off the field, Gerald. Like, you, you sound like about? Jimbo
1: right now. I mean, can't you believe power. you would slander these these young men. These are these are these are great kids, and how dare you? That
0: kid rounded first base and gave someone the finger, and Tristan Smith and our podcast group actually defended it, <laughs> saying the Georgia Tech player was talking trash. Anyway, next question. Best non-SEC tailgate venue. I'm going to see some friends in Madison, Wisconsin this year and attending a Badgers game. I've always heard Madison was top tier. That, I've heard nothing but good things about Madison. Um,
1: tailgate. Is that like? Are we saying like stadium atmosphere too, or just simply tailgate? Because he
0: just he only said tailgate, yeah, he didn't yeah,
1: say okay. stadium. Because I don't, so I haven't Clemson's like. Out. Yeah, I haven't like ventured around a bunch of tailgates. I mean, I've been to a game at Clemson, but yeah, I, I agree. I wasn't like super impressed with the tailgate scene there. Um, it's non-SEC. I mean, like. It's hard for me to say because I haven't been to a ton of tailgates outside of the SEC. I feel like Wisconsin
0: is the only answer, really. Um, you're not going to find anything out in the Pac 12. I'm sure there's like some decent Big 12 stuff, but like not really. Like, unless you're Texas or Oklahoma, but those are also, like, I, I can't imagine tailgating in Austin is like
1: super great because it's
0: already a huge city.
1: Um, you guys in the chat, if you've been to some cool tailgates outside of the SEC, we got one here, Madison. Okay. So we already have that one. Thanks, St. Jean, for nothing.
0: Okay. penn state uh, uh i feel like it'd be pretty good
1: madison is an absolute blast tailgate the entire town shuts down and the streets are just lined with people giving food and booze away well that sounds amazing Feels like, like i get up just i've been talking with my buddies from school about like once we get maybe when our kids get a little older we do it we do a like a get together every year um but it's just like going down to florida and like fishing and hanging out but I want to get a rotation of we go to one game a year. It's on Florida State's bye week. Yeah. If And there's got to be some good matchup somewhere in the country and just go out to the game. And, and every year that you can't double up a city. So you just go to different games. Florida State, not involved. Like we're just going as a neutral observer. I think that's like my ultimate. I want to get to that in like five years.
0: Yeah. I, it's cool that you um, want to go to all these stadiums without your podcast partner. Well, uh, no, you're going to be there, too. Don't worry,
1: dude. I kind of feel like when we just, like, make this, like, this becomes, like, an actual television show and there's, like, 13,000 viewers instead of 13 on the YouTube that's video. That's a lot, right, yeah. <laughs> I feel like 13,000 on a YouTube video concurrently would be pretty good, though.
0: It would be the an overwhelming um, amount higher than any other video we've posted uh, in the last six months. <laughs>
1: right. And, um, like, watching live, too, like, that's pretty hard to do.
0: Yeah. Anyway, I mean, the, like thirteen uh, billion. We need to figure so. out a way to do this to the Facebook uh, SDS Facebook as well because all of those were like like apparently I did a live right after the Bama Auburn game, which where apparently. I was like behind. Well, remember like I was behind and I thought Bama lost, so I like already wrote like on social media like congrats Auburn blah 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 and I was like a total douchebag which I didn't care. Um, anyway, I, I will say like I don't think a tailgating standpoint it would be worth it. I really want to get to UNC just to see that campus.
1: I think that, yeah, UNC would be cool. So. Um, yeah, I, I like that. So I can't speak on, on tailgates. Madison's definitely on my list of, of a college town I want to go to for sure. Um, nice to would you rather go on a 12-hour road trip with an A&M fan talking about traditions the whole time or a Tennessee fan with Rocky Top playing on repeat? Definitely number one.
0: First off, happy belated birthday to Mickey Sherry. We're supposed to go see and celebrate with him in Nashville this past weekend. And I couldn't, um, hope it was a blast, but I, oh, that's tough. man. Like, honestly, cause Rocky top, like in, what's the word I'm looking for here? Um, Rocky top in like small doses is, is a good song. It's like an objectively good song. It's Rocky top. In and the of a. I don't know what that means. Um, yeah. It's kind of odd to me that no one's ever questioned those lyrics. That guy was, like, blatantly talking about, like, fucking an animal that he was pretending was also half-woman. Um, so there's that. Uh, and I love, like, how much he implemented, like, the difference in um, how to package corn in that song. Like, I don't, <laughs> you don't know if that was, you? He's talking about, like, okay, whatever. I wish you knew the lyrics no, of Rocky Top. I don't know really the lyrics.
1: So. I, just, I just know the good old Rocky Top part.
0: If you uh, listen, the people on Rocky Top have to get their corn from a jar because they can't grow their corn on Rocky Top, the dirt's too rocky by far.
1: Favorite sport besides football to bet on. Andrew D Giacomo. D Giacomo D Giacomo Giacomo. Uh favorite sport besides football to bet on.
0: Okay, so a couple weeks ago I won over a thousand dollars um on in poker on the site and for whatever reason i wasn't allowed to actually withdraw it until i had placed an equal amount of money on like bets as i was trying to withdraw which was over a thousand (laughs) dollars i was what you went on like what like poker
1: what oh it was poker so you so it's basically outside of sports or outside of football you just prefer poker
0: without a doubt but like like
1: But he said, "What's your favorite sport?"
0: I'm telling you, I'm about to tell you. So I didn't know what to do because I was like, "I don't want to fucking gamble, like, you know, a thousand or wager a thousand dollars in sports, like, especially because like there's nothing to bet on right now besides like baseball." So this was like the first two rounds of Wimbledon, and I put multiple four hundred dollar bets down on people I had never heard of, uh, at like six a.m. like matches. And I woke up, and I hit – and I like I think I bet on the Braves night before. I went 4-0. Shit, Still haven't got my money, but yeah.
1: Huh. Do we got to get out baseball bats and go hunting?
0: I don't think you can do that for Bovada, but um, <laughs> tennis, for sure. Just, you know, tennis, if you're, like, really – if you ever get to a bad place, I'm not saying I've been there, but I have, if you ever get to a really bad place where you're chasing, you can live bet tennis every point.
1: Every point. Yeah. My version of chasing is like being down big and then just the on a Saturday, you know, during all yeah. the games and then just that 10:30 Hawaii game starts and you're like, "You know what? I'm Fuck going it. all in on the Rainbow Warriors.
0: Parlay with the over."
1: <laughs> yeah. Um, I like <clears throat> I like doing um baseball props, so like over under strikeouts for pitchers and shit like that. Um, yes, I don't like so betting that. on baseball games and then Um, I like doing like PGA. I bet on like top 20s, top fives. I do a lot of DFS, like DraftKings. Um, I do a lot of golf gambling. Yeah.
0: See, I don't really understand golf gambling. Um, baseball for a while, my favorite bet to make was the uh, no runs in the first inning. And I I would do it, it made so much sense to me because it's like you have like you know, especially if it's like an ace on the mound. I remember probably placing like over the first half of baseball season 30 or more bets on that like over time and i was like just casually watching some show i think it was like uh daily wager like it was on the background they were like so interesting facts about the first inning no run line uh the most scored inning in baseball this year and every year for the past seven years is the first inning and i was like god
1: fucking jesus <laughs> would have been nice to know that at some point yeah, these well, I mean, it makes
0: sense because you're best best hitters <clears> in the beginning, but uh, whatever.
1: Um, <clears throat> let's see. I think we've answered some of these before. Favorite best place to sit at a baseball game?
0: Been on. Well,
1: favorite place to sit at a baseball game. I like that one.
0: Dugout, bro. No, it's definitely <laughs> yeah. the seats behind home plate where they wait on you like the fucking kids from Angels in the outfield. It, yeah. It's, God.
1: There is no better answer than that. That you, it's. I, I've done it once. Like I sat front row, right. Where, like it was literally the 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 Braves, uh, on deck on on deck circle was right in front right. of us, and um, never left. Never had to leave. Um, we didn't. No, I don't they think, just keep yeah, coming to you. Yeah, they just keep coming, and and I was like a, a child. I was like, I'll take ice cream. Yeah. Everything's free. I'll take ice cream. I'll take cotton candy. More beers, you know, whatever it may be. Uh, fantastic! If you ever get a chance yeah. to do that, absolutely do it. I also get to see us. Uh, uh, speaking of just like specifically the Brave Stadium, they have this like legitimately huge clubhouse in the middle of center field. That's like the Home Depot Clubhouse, oh, yeah. and it's got its own entrance and all this stuff. You go up there, and they've got like a nice spread of food up there. You get to put the K's up when um, like the home team pitcher strikes out somebody and you put the k marler you disappeared there you are damn it and um Um, that's a dangerous game man and then they have the uh they they just have a a huge cooler stock full of coors lights that you just have access to to open and take as many as you want how much is fantastic i don't know it's usually for like a group thing
0: is there ever a a a private
1: like it's a private group thing
0: anxiety riddled time at a sporting event than when a pitcher gets to his third strikeout
1: you remember that girl that went viral what did she do she was like really disappointed in the braves for allowing this to happen and like everyone in the comments is like you're an idiot she's like you guys are just so hateful
0: (laughs) unreal that's funny (laughs) um yeah, that's I've never I've never been big on that. Let's see here. Uh, Andrew Diacomo says, "Best worst vacation you've ever been on." Sorry if this brings up Oregon State or dad memories, Chris Marler. Well, it didn't um, until you <laughs> said it afterwards. Uh, no, that's, that's that's pretty funny. Uh, I don't know. Like, I mean, it's like almost like been a year from that miserable fucking vacation. Worst vacation? Oh, my thirtieth birthday. Uh, I wanted to go to New Orleans, and my idiot friend ted and justin took me to biloxi and then somehow arrived three hours late and had to put everything on my card and then they uh decided to stay another night and max out like 1400 dollars in a suite they got on my card
1: oh nice and they took me to
0: steak and shake for my birthday at my 30th
1: that's sick bro I was going to say 30th was probably my best vacation. <laughs> so
0: that's. <laughs> I, I remember like we were, we were at like a, it's fucking Biloxi and it was like off season and there was like no one at the pool and they're like, do you want to get a cabana? It's $85. And I was like, yeah, absolutely. Cause it's all free food and drinks. Right. And I remember like we're like all in the pool, we've all been drinking and we got to close out. This is like on my actual birthday. And they come over and bring me the bill and they had written down in pencil what each person owed based off of drinks that were already fucking paid for. So tough. Um, best so... vacation? What's the best vacation?
1: My best vacation was my 30th birthday. My wife surprised me with a trip out to Breckenridge. Breck, bro, you ever heard of it? Trip out. 9/10. 9/10. Um 9/10. And we... We got to the airport. Actually, so we started at my house. She was like, all right, you got to be blindfolded. Um, and we showed up at my my best friend from high school. He's my best man at my wedding. Uh, showed up at his house. He has the same birthday as me. And he, and she was like, yeah, they're coming with us. And I was like, oh, this is great. So we go to the airport, show up. More friends. They're waiting. It's, sick, man. Was like, it's awesome. So, so my 30th birthday was a blast. Sorry, yours was so poor. <laughs>
0: You know, like if you're like in a group thread and like, like, especially if like you've been in one like for like years and years, right? Like if you text something, hardly ever does anyone like respond right away, right? It's like kind of like filters out like throughout the workday. I was like, I think Ashley and I had broken up and I was like drunk. I was like, hey, what, what do you guys think about going to New Orleans for my 30th? Like I, I'd never been in New Orleans at that point. And I thought it'd be fun to like get out of town. And within five minutes, every single person in that thread immediately said no. Um, like immediately. And then I think like the following year we did New Orleans for Jeff's Bachelor Party and I was like, This is fucking hard. <laughs> also, when you go to Biloxi, we I kept asking like what what should we do? Like what's there to do in Biloxi? Every person was like, You should drive to New Orleans. It's like only an hour away. Yeah. You should. Best vacation? I don't I don't even know. Vegas probably. I love I love Vegas.
1: Um I I'm for my worst vacation but i will say the first time we try to do like my whole crew from college try to do like let's all meet up and bring the wives and kids don't recommend it pretty bad
0: yeah yeah i'm trying to think like you've never had to travel with dyke marler so there's plenty uh in the like i mean when we got kicked out of shreveport that was on vacation that was pretty awful um <laughs> so yeah that would definitely be up there how Best Vegas. I mean, it would probably have to just be Vegas. I, I can't think of anywhere I've gone. It's been like recently. That's been like crazy, crazy fun and good.
1: Uh, I have another for potentially worst. Um, my senior year, we decided to go drive up to the Florida State Clemson game. It was on Labor Day, um, and we made a stop in Athens Saturday Sunday night. And uh, we went to I can't I can't remember the timeline of events, but I think we went to the game. They opened up with like Oklahoma State or something like that. And then we went out that night and went to um, my buddy's like fraternity and they had a big party, like a band party. Took my buddies, one of my buddies. I think he might be watching live potentially, but he'll he'll hear about it after if he's not. uh, We call him the animal. So always getting in trouble. He he was detained at my bachelor party in the basement of the Cosmopolitan Hotel in Vegas. Um in the basement? Yeah. Oh yeah. He to the like, really um, fuck up. But death. he he uh messed around with a girl he probably shouldn't have messed around with at this fraternity party. So we all get kicked out because we were about to get our asses beat. And uh we had nowhere to go. 2 a.m. So we had to that's right. It was the night before the game, so we had to drive all the way back to my parents' house in Alpharetta. Which, from where? From Athens at two, three in the morning. Uh, got to their place. They they weren't pleased with that. Woke up, drove back to Athens for the game the next day, and then drove to Clemson after the game, and then we lost. And then I don't know if you've ever oh, been shit. to yeah. Uh, I don't know if you've ever been to a Clemson game, but there's only one road out, one road in. Uh, yeah, so leaving there is an absolute nightmare. Plus awesome. it was on a Monday. Uh, oh, God. so is this that and we drove back from Clemson to back to Alpharetta. That's not
0: that far of a drive.
1: I will say um It's not fun when it's uh after a eight p.m. kick, you've been drinking all day, oh, yeah, and then it takes three hours to get out of the parking lot.
0: <laughs> um for the sake of uh sanity, I will say Liz took me to New Orleans for my birthday this year. We have to hang out with Mickey. It was a, a blast. Um, but it's like, I'm going to get in trouble for saying this. My favorite vacation, probably not because of who I was with, but Dewey beach, Delaware is the most fun I've ever had on a vacation. I remember like going up there first time. Cause I'd never heard of anything from Delaware. And I walk into this bar called bottle and cork, which I got dressed up for. Cause I thought it was like a wine bar. Um, and it was just like a fucking dirty like beach bar, and I walk in and there's like this you know band playing cover songs whatever like like on stage. They stop the song mid-song and there's like a 97 year old World War II vet in the front row. For whatever reason, I'm assuming he got stuck there and couldn't leave. And they stop what they're doing, stop the song, and they get the entire crowd to start singing uh, the national anthem, which was fu- like That's what I walked into, which is awesome. I was like, man, this is fucking great. And I turn around to go get a beer, and I bump into this dude with a baby stroller. It was Dave Grohl from, like, Foo Fighters, because he had a house in Rehoboth, which is the next town over. Rehoboth is where Biden fell off that bike. Um, So we're, like, hanging out there for a while, and I don't know, like, 20, 30 minutes later, we look up on stage, and and Grohl is just sitting up, like, at the drums, and played with the band for, like, 20 minutes.
1: That was insane.
0: that was the first 30 minutes of the trip. And it was a Red Sox bar. That was the first 30 minutes of the trip.
1: That's like the coolest thing anyone's ever done.
0: That's not, well, that's not the case. I mean, there's there's probably a lot of other cool things people have done. That's, that's um, we, I, I flew coach, so it wasn't that great.
1: Uh, All right. Last one here in the live chat. Best non-SEC or FSU sports no, venue already answered that one. environment you were most positively surprised by. Just the environment. College pro. This guy just made his first trip to Fenway. Shout out, Chris, and was Fenway's just rode so behind great, home, man. blown away. Um, I feel like the pro thing throws kind of a throws a wrinkle. <sighs> yes, in there. I did spill
0: beer on Carson's or on a girl's baby. girl's baby. Um, I, I mean, I always say Clemson's the best atmosphere. I wonder if that's changed because I haven't been there in like five years. Their fans have just become uh, like. I mean they're just they're they're Mormons are BYU fans, but like with like probably a little bit of a drinking problem in secret. I those right. fans are tough. Really tough. You like uh um, you
1: like Georgia Tech's atmosphere, don't you? No, I
0: like the setting that it's in. That's it. That's the atmosphere, like, right? I mean environment. there's just no atmosphere at a Georgia Tech stadium. Like there was <laughs> for like the Atlanta United games. They should honestly play right. one United game there a year. Um have you ever been to anything involving Philadelphia?
1: Like I have I've been to an Eagles game and it was a blast and the tailgating scene was insane there.
0: Okay, we'll close with this. I'll tell you a story because I've I've like grew up in SEC country and and like that's like the level of insanity that I was used to. We're leaving Dewey Beach and the, it's a Monday afternoon and like the Monday night game of the week I guess was uh, or Monday night football was Giants and Eagles. So uh, Ashley's brother had season tickets. He's also the left tackle for Joe Flacco at, at University of Delaware. So he has like a tailgate set up and we're going to hang there for like two hours or whatever before we have to go to the airport. I I pull up and there's like this deaf giants fan walking through just a sea of Eagles fans. And he's going, "Boo! go giants, go giants. And like just openly, that was a very good impression. Just openly talking shit to like all the fans, this ginger. I don't know if he was a paralyzed or he was in a motorized cart. Here's him just puts it in fucking forward and wheels right up to him. He goes, hey, hey. And the guy's deaf. And he like finally looks at me and he's like, yeah. He's like, are you hungry? And he points at the grill and he's like, huh? he goes, are you hungry? And he holds up a hot dog and he goes, yeah. And the guy in the wheelchair said, why don't you go eat a fucking dick? And that was <laughs> the end of the tailgating experience. That's That was like, I mean, just a battle of, of two people that, gets a park in the very front of the store and man, they just, they, there were no feelings that were.
1: Oh, that is, yeah. (laughs) I mean, that is, that's savage. All right. That's a good story to end on. So, Hey, for those that are listening now and those are listening later, go to the YouTube channel, Saturday down South, give us a subscribe and a like. In fact, you can click notify. So every time we go live, you get a, a beautiful little notification on your iPhone or your Samsung, um, and also if you're if you listen to the podcast on Spotify and Apple Podcasts, please go give us a five star review. Give us a comment; that would be fantastic. Uh, anything else, Chris? I will be gone next week. I will. I'm rearing to go when we get back. Talk about SEC Media Days and really, in my opinion, the start of college football. Anything else before we go?
0: I cannot stress this enough that we're going into year two we got a lot of big plans that i'm hoping are going to actually be followed through with this year but um this is gonna be fun this is gonna be really fun so like tyler said please i i know it's like cliche and we have to do that kind of shit on social media but that's how i keep my job for one and i cannot go back to stripping because i do not have that body anymore so
1: (laughs) i love it all right guys well thanks for tuning in and we will see you guys soon eat a dick zach wilson